Welcome back to Disney Dependent. I'm Sarah Chilcott. My Choco Pie. <laughs> and I'm Nell. <laughs> that happened 10 seconds ago. Yes! <laughs> we were just talking about how I always think of the singer-songwriter Jewel as Nell from the movie Nell. If you've never seen the movie Nell... Boy, are you in for a treat. Was that Jodie Foster? Sure was, Sarah. Okay. So Jodie Foster and Liam Neeson Neeson. are the same person for me. (laughs) I don't know why that is. The story of Nell is a woman who grew up in the woods by herself and created her own language. Her own swamp language. Yeah, with her twin sister. Oh, I forgot there was a sister. But the sister dies or something. It's a horrifically sad and also hilarious movie with... Jodie Foster speaking nonsense for an hour and a half. I read the book. My chicka pie. <laughs> and Liam Neeson's like an intellectual. Yeah. I'm going to get through to her. Yeah. Break through and understand this child. Doesn't he bone her in the movie? Oh, God. I hope I not. I don't think so. I think no. he molests her. No, no, I no. Think no. He he has, he's got a lady. He's He's got a lady. <laughs> James just wants that to be the story. Yeah, that's just part of the story I need. <laughs> but all of that, because we just found out that producer Ash didn't know that Jewel was homeless and lived in her car. Like, everyone else everyone on this knows planet that. knows. <laughs> that's a thing. That's like the joke about Jewel. Raise your hand if you know Jewel was raised in a car because yes. she was homeless. That's her whole story. <laughs> I was like, I don't think I've ever heard that. <laughs> and why did we bring up Jewel? <laughs> <laughs> because i said jewels were jewel was banned as in the brand, the brand of e-cigarette kind of stuff and ashley thought i meant the artist the folk singer from the 90s jewel <laughs> who was homeless who was homeless in car. Van. and it just goes round and round and round there uh, now we filled you all in that's why james introduced himself as nell not just because he's sorry he, he didn't say Nell. he said my, my chicka pie that's the name of the episode my chicka pie <laughs> well we haven't seen each other in a minute sarah how you doing i'm doing good it's what warm been up to yeah it was warm as hell here yeah my Boy. uh the restaurant i work in is not air conditioned and last weekend it was 97 degrees outside which means who knows how hot it was in the kitchen? Oh, I can only I'm imagine. I'm so glad I don't work in the kitchen. Dude, so for the, the audience, I also worked for the same company. Yeah. It's a Northwest company called McMinimins. And they one of the properties they own is a big uh, music venue called the Crystal Ballroom in downtown Portland, Oregon. Mm-hmm. And I worked there for six and a half years, something like that. Almost yeah, was seven. Was really that long? It was yeah. a long time. Holy crap. And anyway, they would have, you know, rock shows with 2,000 people upstairs when it was 98 degrees outside, which would make it like 120 inside the venue, at least. Yeah. People passing out left and right. Yeah. It cost close to 10 grand to rent out that room just just walking in the door. So if you want, they would do private events like catered events for your company or a wedding. You know, the father of the bride would walk up to us and go, I spent 10 grand on this and it's we're all sweating and dying in here. Yeah, well, maybe like, read hey, the fine print. Read the fine print. Come visit the place first and check to see if they have AC. It's well, an old they, building. They book it in, you know. Yeah, February. Yeah, right. All the other eight months of the year where that's not a problem. Yeah, people forget just how hot it can get here. And it's it's seemingly like a switch. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, it was this year. Couple year, couple years, a couple weeks ago, it was fall weather here. Yep. 
55 and rainy. It was the summer Dark. solstice. Yes. June 21st, it clicked from like 58 degrees yep. to 91 degrees 90, or something crazy. It got it up was, to 100 the other day. Yeah. Ugh. I know. I got in my car after oh my work and it said 116. And I was like, nope. I know that's not true. That can't be true. But still, but still it's reading that somehow. It's just plus or minus my a car few is degrees. baking in the sun. Yeah. Well, it's beautiful right now. Sure it is. It's absolutely perfect. Um, Speaking of which. Well, before we do that, oh, okay. I wanted to quickly update everyone on Ash and I. We just went on vacation to Provincetown, Massachusetts in Cape Cod. Oh, yeah, Cod. yeah. And originally when Ash, I think we mentioned this maybe on the last show where we were going, but I want to kind of give a recap of that place. So it's a little more context. When Ash turned to me and said, yeah, we're going to Cape Cod this year with my side of the family or her side of the family in that case, I remember thinking like, oh, cool. So we're going to like waspy, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, Kennedy, Cape Cod. No. Provincetown is fucking rad. It is such a fun place. For one, it's it's known for being like the LGBT safe haven of America, if not the world. That's awesome. And it has been for a long time, like turn of the century, mm-hmm. like forever. Um, so that was, and it's not like, you know, we were talking about before we went that there was a, not a concern, but like a wonder if it's going to be not kid friendly, not family oriented, whatever, you right. know, like just booty shorts only, especially <laughs> during Pride Month. Right. Like, what is this really going to be like? It wasn't at all. It was families, mm-hmm. you know, gay couples with their children and old, like senior citizen lesbian groups of scooter gangs cruising around and high-fiving and playing softball it was it was like the most how refreshing it was amazing yeah i mean there was some like provocative stuff but really mostly at night Mm -hmm. and and also get over yourself like you know where you are right and they're not going to apologize for being that way there it, it was amazing. We went to a drag show, my first official drag show. I had so much damn fun. Yeah. yeah we tried well, to do a drag brunch a few months ago for yeah. Lauren's birthday. That's right. Bummer. Well, anyway, just wanted to give a shout out to P-Town, Provincetown, Massachusetts. It's it's a one-of-a-kind place. I highly, highly recommend going. Um, it's, it's like bicycle friendly. You walk everywhere. There's a main street called Commercial Street mm-hmm. that goes on for miles and miles and miles. And it's all really cool shops. I mean, some of it's kind of touristy, like a beach town would be. Mm-hmm. But most of it's really interesting, independent-owned, um, like vintage stores and coffee shops. And anyway, that's rad. It was so so damn cool. And it's also like a colonial pilgrim stop. It's mm-hmm. technically the first place that the pilgrims landed. The Mayflower. Yeah, the Mayflower. Because you're you're always told it was um, Plymouth Rock. Plymouth Rock. Rock. But they actually went there first, to Promise really? Town. Yeah, that was because if you look at the Cape, it's the, like this little hook. Uh-huh. And the joke of P Town is that it's the tip of the tip. Uh-huh. Yeah, of course it is. It's like the gayest town in America, yeah. and they chose the tip of the tip. So it's, <laughs> it's kind of the joke. And yeah, it makes sense that people from Europe would directly land there. Yeah. It also has a huge Portuguese community there. There's Port- Port- Portuguese flags everywhere. Really? It's like. The LGBT flag or the pride flag in, in all the different variations, uh, Portugal flags and America flags. American flags, yeah, everywhere. Super patriotic town. 
I mean, really cool. Yeah, like everywhere you go, the like cute American flag bunting mm-hmm. could be because we're getting closer to the fourth, but not really. It was. I mean, it's a couple weeks ago. Yeah, it's an American town. It's just an American it, town. It has a lot of yeah. history there. Totally. So. Yeah, yeah, that's they have really the, cool. The Pilgrim Museum there. It, it was a really fun time. So highly recommend it. Sweet. Uh, I think I hear something. <laughs> oh, there it is. just in. It's eighty-two and sunny at not Disneyland. Whoa. <laughs> 84 degrees and sunny at Disneyland. That's that's pretty close. That's as close as we get. We'll give it a clap. It is gorgeous out. Yeah, it is. I'm going to definitely go for a walk tonight. We have friend mail. Friend mail. Friend mail. I, like I, friend I mail. see the friend mail. It's a box. I don't know what oh, that, that, that is. is. I don't know who yep. it's from. Okay. Well, Elizabeth, one of our good friends and oh. listeners, sent us a 100th episode present no way elizabeth i'm gonna hand this to sarah to open okay i'm opening i'm opening it so poorly (gasps) oh my gosh it's a big thunder mountain puzzle no no it's a game it's a game oh Oh my gosh the wildest game in the wilderness here sarah give me i have a pocket knife yeah here i'm handing this to you I'm going to read the note. Okay. It says, happy 100 episodes on the pod. Have no idea if this is a good game or not, but it seemed appropriate. Thanks for sharing your stories and making me laugh and smile when it comes to my happiest place on earth from Elizabeth. Oh, thank, thank you, you Elizabeth. so much, Elizabeth. This is so sweet. That is the coolest thing ever, and we totally don't deserve it. And the package is it's freaking gorgeous. adorable. I thought it was a Let puzzle because it's that, like, that hefty box. Like, yeah. Yeah. And it's gorgeous, just like the Oh my gosh, I'm looking it. at the back of it now. <gasps> I can't wait. Oh my god. That looks amazing. Okay. We'll have so to play this on your birthday. I'm just gonna open it briefly. Yeah, Sorry bring it to the fourth. Exciting for, for sure. The listeners. Oh my god, look at that package, dude. Yeah. I don't mean my That's what she said. <laughs> oh. It's so cute. Oh, look at that. <laughs> it has a freaking mountain inside it. Um, okay. This is okay. Oh my god, this is, we're so excited! This is a whole thing. This is so cute. This is a whole thing that we'll have to do together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like, dude, is Elizabeth local to us? Yes. yes she okay, I'm just saying. She is indeed, Sarah. <laughs> well, thank you again so thank much. You. And if you want to send us more gifts, ah. <laughs> 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 I want presents. I want gifts. I am so excited about this game. I'm stupid excited about this game. I just remembered that Katie, another friend of the pod, had a Christmas present for me back in December and I never got it. What is wrong with you, James? James. I had the worst ever. Well, I was traveling a lot and then it was like going and traveling and sleep and then I was and then I forgot. Katie, I'm sorry. Now we're here in July. Katie. James is a dumbass. Give the present to me instead, yeah, or Sarah. Circumvent yeah. me next time. He doesn't deserve anything. I barely even know what circumvent means. I just know it means avoid me. <laughs> <laughs> What's red, white, and blue all over? Oh, God. I don't know. What, Ash? I don't know. The American flag. Oh, okay. Oh. okay. <laughs> I don't have a joke. Got it. Got it. Well, yeah, that's American flag. I was really uncomfortable there for a second. I just want you to know. Yeah. Like, where's she going with this? No, it was you. Oh. Yeah, yeah your you fault. made me oh, uncomfortable. Oh, me referring to my penis on a Disney 
Yeah, based that. podcast. Uh-huh. No, huh? Huh? Weird. You know what's funny about what you just said is that we talked a while back about how you know we're we're thinking about changing the name because we're not really constantly talking about Disney lately. Sure. I will have you know that we have talked only about Disney ever since we said that. That's funny. <laughs> That's great. Until today. So today we're talking about the 4th of July because it is James's birthday. This episode comes out on the 4th of July. Happy I'm birthday, James Ian. Turning 39. <laughs> yeah. And then one week later, God. I turn 42. Yeah, dude. How did that happen? Uh, I don't know. Well, you see, time passes. Okay. Neil deGrasse Tyson over here. <laughs> Billions and billions of years. (laughs) Well, so just like we did back with Christmas and a few other holidays, we're going to talk traditions. Independence Day traditions. You mean like the movie? Yes, that's one of them. That's one of them. Let's just start with that. That's the best tradition that I can think of. Yeah. Ash and I have to watch Independence Day. The, the one, not the second remake. There is no remake. It didn't happen. Yeah. I don't know that I've seen it more than one time. What? Get out of this house. I mean, studio. Bye. Welcome to Earth. <laughs> Dude, it's such a great movie. It's ludicrous. Okay, I'll watch it. It's Jeez. so fun. Twist my arm. Yeah. Independence Day, the film, the piece of art that is Independence Day, earned $104 million in its opening week. Damn. In fact... It ended up being the highest grossing film of the year that it came out, beating other heavies such as Mission Impossible, Twister, and Scream. Wow. I mean, Twister. That right there is cinematic gold. (laughs) That is, that's funny because we always say that Bill Pullman Mm -hmm. is the the wrong, how do do we say that? Okay, how do we explain this? So there's, okay, so you know in Dewey, Cox, Walk Hard, yeah. The joke is the wrong kid died. The wrong kid died. And then, so we both love Bill Paxton. Here's love the him. thing. We also love Bill Pullman. But when Bill Paxton died, we were like, why couldn't it have been the other Bill? And it was like, <laughs> the wrong Bill died. The wrong Bill. And so, there's like a joke online that he's not Bill Paxton. Bill Pullman, some people just call him not Bill Paxton, <laughs> which is super aggressive and mean. Well, we call him the wrong Bill died. The wrong died. Bill died. Yeah. We also call Bill Paxton the wrong Bill died, though. Right. Because it kind of makes sense both ways. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> Bill Pullman is in Independence Day. Bill, Bill Paxton. Paxton is in Twister. Yeah. Yes. So there you go. Um, <laughs> I don't even know where we are at this point. <laughs> I don't even know what we're doing Traditions. Anymore. Traditions. Fourth of July. What do we do? What do we do? As Americans, we drink beer. We do. Sure do. Lots in, of it. In fact, Independence Day has eclipsed Memorial Day, Labor Day, and even the Super Bowl as the number one holiday for at-home beer consumption. I believe this. I've also heard that I think technically Super Bowl Sunday is number one, then 4th of July is number two for the most DUIs Mm. in America. Because it makes sense. Yeah, because you're not not... going anywhere typically. You're blowing stuff up and drinking and barbecuing at home. Right. Right. And you start... Too early. Yeah. Everyone starts oh, barbecuing yeah. at 11 a.m. Or just the right time. Or just the right time. <laughs> and then, it, yeah, you're right. It, it wraps up in the evening. Everyone's like, oh, I can drive home. That right. was seven hours ago. Right. <laughs> Yikes. Um, we blow stuff up. Hey, speaking of blowing stuff up. Yeah. The stupid city of Portland banned fireworks. Because we are a tinderbox ready to light. We yeah. really are. Yeah. We really are. I just thought... 
that was funny that it's just the city of Portland. It's not the county. Right. It's not Washington County or, in that case, Multnomah County. It's the city of Portland. I didn't know that. I thought it was everywhere. No, it's just, it's not Oregon. Huh. Yeah. It would make more sense, right? Yeah. I mean, I know that, like, any... Any fireworks that go up in the air have always been have always been in Oregon illegal. Prohibit, yeah, as long as I've known anyway. Yep. And we would always drive up to Washington to anyway. get those illegal ones, bring them back, and blow them up here and hope not to get caught. And now Washington, it's illegal there too. Well, I just heard so something on the news that they anticipate this to be like record-breaking fireworks in Portland because everyone's just going to do it anyway of it now. <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> fuck you that sounds like portland that sounds, sounds like, like america, america. yeah, yeah. <laughs> especially on the fourth according to the american pyrotechnics association ah. u.s co- uh, consumers purchased nearly two billion dollars worth of fireworks in 2020 holy shit Imagine I mean, that makes sense what that year. That money could have gone. <laughs> oh, I know, right freedom freedom that's what it went I to mean, sarah come on yeah Oh, yeah. People are literally dying yeah. of starvation and not having running water. And funnier yet, 99% of consumer fireworks in the U.S. are imported from China. Of right. course. Of course. I, I mean, remember when we had those invented. little American flags mm-hmm. and realized that they all said, they all had that little gold sticker <laughs> oh, yeah. made in China. It's like, wait a second. Wait a second. He's <laughs> like, quick, check the flag and make sure it's accurate. Oh, yeah, Totally. <laughs> Um, speaking of fireworks sales and cost of fireworks, because they're not cheap. Mm-hmm. I don't remember the number. Maybe we can look this up and plug it in later. But the Disneyland fireworks, because I do it, I think, every night, right? Mm-hmm. When As long as the wind conditions are yeah. right, weather uh, prohibited. It's tens of thousand dollars every night. I mean. Yeah, it, the number <laughs> was like 20 grand a night or 30 grand, something insane. That is $50,000 per day. <laughs> what? So to your point, Sarah, you know, like, oh. I, I'm all for it. Like, it's one of the cooler parts about being there. Every time I'm in Anaheim, at some point, the fireworks go off like clockwork. But fifty grand a day? That's so... Yo, that's nuts. Disgusting. That's insane. <laughs> yeah, I, I have a real big problem with that. I mean... Yeah, actual homeless people off Harbor Boulevard are looking up at it going, God damn it. I mean, that's more than a lot of people make in a year. Of course. Yeah. I just now got to the point where I'm making more than that. Yeah. Like that, you know, come on. I don't think I make that. I don't. I mean, I make I might make just about that that myself. But you know what I'm saying. Uh Like, yeah, that is very much a salary that uh, more people make that and less than you would think. Mm Mm-hmm. They just literally blow it up every day. Fuck yeah, dude! Frivolity. I wonder if Disney actually gets happy when the weather is not cooperating. They're like, "Oh God, that's fifty. Put that fifty grand back in my pocket." (laughs) (laughs) Now my kid can go to college. Yeah. Yeah. Nope, that doesn't happen. Nope, Mr. Disney. Um, There's an estimated ten thousand fireworks injuries treated in the U.S during the year and about 7300 of them occur between june 21 and july 21 excellent amazing so that tracks um an estimated 57 percent of the injuries are burns and the most injured body parts are the hands legs face ears and eyes okay damn Uh, of those 7300 injuries 
66% were to males. <laughs> yeah, that, <laughs> that tracks. That tracks. And nearly half were to individuals younger than 20. Mm-hmm. I mean, that reminds me of me and my stupid friends growing up. Sure. Fourth of July was a special day for us. Yeah. We'd all get together and destroy everything all day. Yep. And then get fucked up at night. Mm-hmm. And make literal bombs. Oh, yeah. Not fireworks. Pipe we made bombs. bombs. Yes. Yeah, we would take... We would take tang containers, the the drink concentrated uh-huh. powder tang. I don't think you should name, describe you know how to I mean? make a bomb on. No, no, we'll tell. It's fine. <laughs> you empty that out because <laughs> it's a nice seal. That's uh-huh. why we use it. Then you'd get legally purchased piccolo peats. You empty the gunpowder out of that, or the like gunpowder, the whatever powder. The explosive. The explosive. Powder. Yeah, black powder. Thank you. Dump that in. You do that all day. It takes a lot. And you just dump them in to fill up the Tang container. <laughs> twist the cap out, back on. And then you spend another two hours duct taping it with multiple rolls in every way so it's super tight. And then you blow that up. Yeah. When you have a wick coming out, obviously. I remember when one of your friends brought something to our house. Yeah. It was Joe. Was it? Um, was it Joe? Like an M80 or something? Yeah. And those, yeah. you guys lit it across the street from the house. In the truck bed. Oh, no. Th- th- this is a different one I'm oh, thinking okay. of. This was on the yeah. s- like on the ground right. in the street. And we were like, it's going to be kind of loud. Well, no. Yeah. I mean, they warned everybody. Like, everybody, you know, cover your ears. Yeah. It was like a flashbang. Yeah. I mean, like, rattled the street, <laughs> left a small crater. And I mean. It was a bomb. You could feel it yeah. in your bones. Well, when we lit one of these bombs that we made, you know, there's probably like 20 of us. There's like eight of the boys, the gang, mm-hmm. and then the gang's girlfriends and friends. And so it was just all, all of the suburban squad. And we went to W.L. Henry oh, Elementary School I in was Hillsborough, there for this. Oregon. We, we lit it and ran like the Dickens. And when it blew up, I mean it. It was like Afghanistan, Iraq level, <laughs> like, kaboom! Like, where you feel it in your chest. Wait. All the car alarms went off. Are you guys the ones that burned down the playground? No. no we didn't do that. No. No. <laughs> Somehow, we weren't the ones that did that. But it, it, it blew a crater in the asphalt that was there for years to come. Oh, that's... So Not like a, like a bowl. Like yeah. a salad bowl <laughs> size. I can't wait for a Hillsboro police detective who's dude oh i mean who's no, married instantly. to one of our listeners that hears yeah. about this oh, instantly you heard police sirens well, whoop 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 and we we jumped in the back of everyone's pickup trucks we planned it all out yeah we dove in the in the cars and drove to dylan's house which was the mistake <laughs> yeah because we all come piling into one street and are diving through windows and going into his house and his drunk mean dad stan was there and lost his mind, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> All we heard was door open, door slam, and you goddamn mother... <laughs> Dana, we're going to bleep some of that. He oh probably could hear it from oh, no, the he house. Did. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that, that's like, what it was. He knew it was you. Yeah, he's like... Because yeah. it was like, kaboom, siren, 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 siren. Three minutes later, we come jumping in the house. 20 children come yeah. running through a window. Drunk children. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Oh, my God. So, yeah. Anyway... Sorry to divert. Um, we also, we lose our pets. 
<laughs> something do we, we do now why do we lose our pets more pets run away on july 4th than any other day oh. of the year because of all the explosions and the drunkenness and the loudness see that's the part i do hate yep I have yeah. friends who are like, no, it's like the worst day of the year. My dad always takes his Hates dog it. on a drive out in the country where... Our buddy Ashcraft. Yeah. yeah. His his little dog, Scary Spice, yeah. who's the sweetest oh, little pit bull ever. That's the best name for a dog. And she's a pit bull. She's so... Just the best little dog. But she hates it. It's Scary like a spice. whole thing. He's got to start medicating her in the morning. And yeah. I know. My friend Kara puts it. a thunder shirt on her dog. Aww. Cooper. God. He has to wear a thunder shirt. Because he gets stressed. So don't be like James. Yeah, don't. Be responsible and take care of your pets, for God's sake. Nah, have a little fun. No. Um, I mean, when you're young. Also, don't like Piccolo Pete's under any circumstance. Please don't ever. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, cool. That was fun. (laughs) Such a boy thing. I never liked those. Yeah, they suck. Well... You don't. The thing with pickled peats is anyone that uses them normally is a total a hole. You're right. supposed to put a, a nail in them or pinch them, like so they hammer explode? them, so they explode. Yeah. Mm. Is that what you're supposed to do? Yeah, that's, that's what the only you're fun thing. You're supposed to put shrapnel in As them. As advertised. Uh-huh. Yeah. Duh. Come on. Read the directions, buddy. Yeah. Uh, we put our flags on everything. Everything. However, the U.S. flag code explicitly states that the flag should never be, quote, used as wearing apparel, bedding, or drapery, be used as a receptacle for receiving, holding, carrying, or delivering anything. I've heard that's used... just a flag itself, though. No. Like, I can wear a flag design t-shirt. No. Oh. Mm-mm. Interesting. Cannot be used as a costume or athletic uniform and should not be wow. impressed on paper napkins or boxes or anything that is designed for temporary use and discard. Boy, do we just overlook that one, huh? Oh, yeah. Like super patriotic people. Yeah. Well, either they don't know or, you know, you yeah, pick and choose. Yeah. yeah. You pick and choose what is important Our neighbor, to you. Hector, who lives across the street, he's like strict about this. Because mm-hmm. I, I leave the American flag out damn near all year just mm-hmm. do and a lot of our neighbors do but he doesn't it's not because he's not patriotic or anything it's because he follows this code yeah like to a to a degree and he, he'll put it out on the fourth memorial flag day. day flag day the other day, day james looks across the street and he goes is today flag day it must be because sure his flag is out it's also josh's birthday oh really yeah nice big uh big celebration big for flag ho- day holiday <laughs> Um, so that said, examples are everywhere, like we just said. Mm-hmm. Everyone does it here. And there's no real punishment for poor etiquette. Um, one native from India who moved to America said, I was surprised to see that the U.S. flag is displayed in schools on rooftops of houses, etc. India has very strict rules governing the display and use of the national flag. Yeah, mm. we don't we don't really do that here. We just say we do on paper, and then everyone just goes, yeah, yeah but, 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 but. That's why napkins. Disneyland always says they only have one official U.S. flag. And then they have bunting. And bunting. Yes. Yeah. We barbecue. We sure barbecue. Do. We sure do. Americans eat an estimated 150 million hot dogs on the 4th, which, if laid out horizontally, would stretch from Washington, D.C. to Los Angeles more than five times. That's oh, disgusting. My annually? Anally? Anally every year. Wow. We. That's a lot of wieners. <laughs> Anally. Anally. <laughs> yeah, I'm a child. Wow, uh, that's a lot of hot dogs. That's a lot of dogs. How do you feel about hot dogs, Sarah? 
I like a You're hot prob- dog. I yeah. like a nice hot dog too. Although I have to say, I think I like the crappy hot dogs better than like a good Me hot too. dog. Me too. Oh yeah. I, I Hands mean, down. a brat, great. See, I'm not that into it. I love a brat, but yeah. Yeah, I, I, I know a like, ballpark shitty yes. dog. Yeah, I'm I not mean talking, the brand. I'm not talking bar s. I'm not talking like <laughs> lips right. and butthole. Right. Well, or, that's all they are. I know they what are. I hear. But like you know, I know what you're saying. Though. A little beef yeah, hot dog. A little beef frank. Yeah, nothing special. But yeah, yeah, I don't want one with like apple chunks and. Now, how? What's your topping situation? What's your condiment rule? Mustard. Ketchup mustard. No relish. Dill relish. Onions? White sure, onions? if they're available. Do you, now, do you like the sauerkraut? Hell yeah. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. But that's on a brat. Oh, see, I would what, like, I'll put it on if we're if talking like straight hot dog ballpark type. Yeah, mustard ketchup. Mustard ketchup, if dill onions, relish. Ri- if it's yeah, sweet relish. relish, you can keep that shit to yourself. Yeah, we're not communists. This is the 4th of July. Yeah. I want it to be dill. tangy. Mm-hmm. I don't want sweet. Pickle? No. no. James hates how I do mine. I do, well, I don't, I do veggie dogs, first of all, because I don't do, I don't do um, quadrupeds, is how I say it. <laughs> yeah, you don't need anything with four legs. I don't need anything with four legs. <laughs> Nothing that gives live birth. Yes. <laughs> right, yeah. right. Oh, yeah. Um, I do pretty much equal parts mayo and ketchup, yeah. and then lots and lots of onion. Okay. Weird. I, I can get behind the mayo part. Yeah. Really? But if I'm going to have mayo, I need oh, mustard, God. too. I'll take some mustard. Yeah. A little. Mm-hmm. A little. But I want like yellow mustard. I don't want fancy mustard oh, yeah. either. Now, what is dog. your favorite? Okay. So for foreigners, if we happen to have any non-Americans listening to the show. We do, technically. I guess we se- do. I yeah. I've seen. Well, here's to you guys. Here's um, to you. <laughs> when we say barbecue in America, there's two types of, when we refer to a barbecue, when we say we barbecue here, we're typically like talking about. Yeah. Grilling. The action of grilling on a barbecue on a barbecue in someone's backyard, right? And it's usually sh- on the shittier level of food. Yes, you know, yep. hamburgers, hot dogs, stuff like that. Chips. And then there's like, and then there's barbecue, barbecue the noun, the noun, which is a genre of food. as a genre of food that's like Texas and ribs, rib. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Kansas smoked City smoked. Things. Yeah. So that's not what we're talking about. Yes. Um, we have festivals of all different kinds. There are vintage car shows in right. Lakehurst, New Jersey. San Francisco has the Mime Troops Bay Area opening weekend. My business Horrifying. partner is going to an aviation festival all yes. weekend. He's a big dork for like you know piloting and stuff. So he's doing that in Missoula, Montana hmm. for the 4th of July. He's flying his plane to this festival. That's cool. And his wife and his dog. Yeah. Cute. Yeah. So there's a ton of that on the mm-hmm. fourth. A lot. Yeah. I've never thought of that as being, that's like a huge tradition here. Yeah. Right. Uh, for some reason, we have Uncle Sam out a lot. Yeah. Yeah. What's with the Uncle Sam thing? So I had to look it up because I, I was I like, what, know what is, that is this? Um, I at one point. So on September 7, 1813, the United States gets its nickname, Uncle Sam. The name is linked to Samuel Wilson, a meatpacker from Troy, New York. Of course it is. Who supplied barrels of beef to the United States Army during the War of 1812. Wilson stamped the barrels with U.S. for United States, but soldiers began referring to the grub as Uncle Sam's. 
The local newspaper picked up the story and Uncle Sam eventually gained widespread acceptance as the nickname for and personification of the U.S. federal government. So okay. beef barrels is the answer. Okay. Beef barrels. That yeah. seems appropriate. That's funny. I've never even questioned that. Right. It's just a thing. Uncle Sam is just like a, I don't know. You, you picture a, the guy. It's a character. Yeah, yeah. So then how did that become? There were different um, like illustrations and like uses for him over the time after that. And the one that we commonly see with the tall hat and the white beard. I want you. I want you. Yes. Like that military ca- service. Yeah. yeah. That came from propaganda. a war propaganda. Right. Okay. And then it kind of just have you. Silly white sense. beard with a stupid top hat. Kind of Colonel Sanders. Yeah. But yeah. like skinny Colonel Sanders. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Not, um, not white though. You know what I mean? He's a white guy. Oh. He's a super duper duper white guy. So white. Yeah. Southern. Uh-huh. Uh, plantation E. Very racist. We'll we just we can <laughs> tell. Let's <laughs> just finish the sentence. <laughs> Unpaid help. Sorry, I just I thought of that and it is very true. Um, we love a parade. We love a parade, man. Hey, speaking of parades, our cute little town, cute little town, our cute little neighborhood in this town. Uh, we live in a little neighborhood called the Commonwealth Lake neighborhood. It's just a fancy word for a suburb. Now you know where we live. Come uh, find us. Yeah. <laughs> they have the cutest little 4th of July parade every year. And it's basically just the kids of the neighborhood decorate their bikes. And the, the cars of the neighborhood. The cars, the dogs. Yeah. Yes. Your best dog. And best it's like dog. your neighbor's dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like a fire truck from the station next door. It's the best thing ever. It lasts Homemade for floats. 10 minutes. I actually yeah. just saw there's signs out that it's going to be closed for the 4th yeah. of July parade. One, I think it had been closed for the past two years, right? Yep. That's the first cool. year is due to COVID. Second year was due, I think, mostly to the smoke. Yes. Mm, slash COVID. Yeah. Yeah. So it's back. But it's finally back. Sweet. It's yeah. going to be very cute. Downtown Hillsboro has a dog parade on the, the 4th. Yeah, they have a great parade, actually. They have Hillsboro. a costume contest. Yeah, theirs is like a legit small town American parade. It's, it's just good. churches and tractors throwing candy. <laughs> right. That's yes. all there is. That's all it is. But There's it goes like on for a while. One, maybe two marching bands thrown in there. Sure. A bunch of old veterans, you know, and it's great. But it is mostly churches and tractors. Generally speaking, I think I know this answer. Mm-hmm. Disney removed. Okay. How do you feel about parades? Can't stand them. Right. I'm pretty sure I knew that answer. Ash, you're about the same. I like a parade. I don't need it, but I like it. I don't it. need it. I like a parade out of the like the kitschiness of it. It's yes. it's uniquely American too. I mean yes. obviously parades are a thing elsewhere, but not I don't think to the point that we do it here. I yeah. like stupid parades. Yeah. I think I would like a parade that was more stupid than the ones I see. Which I think is why the, the Disney problem. thing kinda works. It's like a fourth of July parade should be way more ridiculous than it actually is. It like I said, churches and tractors. I'm like, okay. We get it. That's America. Churches yeah. and tractors. Right. Have some something else. Yeah. Throwing mm. crappy candy. Yeah. Bulk. Yeah. Bulk candy. Bulk. Um, I have a few fun Fourth of July parades okay. that are annual events. So there's the WILI Boombox Parade in Willimantic, Connecticut. I want to oh, go. God. For the last 30 years, they have hosted an annual boombox parade. What does that mean? Because, um, so why boomboxes? Well, it was a matter of necessity. In 1986, no marching bands were available to perform a Memorial Day parade. So the town had to get creative. 
Um, a resident, Kathleen Clark, suggested that the local radio station, WILI, that they play marching band music while parade participants carry boombox radios tuned into the station. That's hysterical. And yeah, ever can... since that, um, thousands of people have celebrated hoisting their boomboxes down the road. Mm. That's really funny. Pretty cute. I love weird small town traditions like that. Do you have a boombox? Not anymore. I don't either. No. Yeah. Sad. I mean, not. I don't think anything close to that. My coworker has one and he brings it in for closing. And it looks like an old school. Yeah. And as soon as all the customers are gone, he's like, we clear? We clear? Boombox. We switch it from the horrible mood music to whatever, whatever he's playing, which nice. is usually much worse, actually. <laughs> Just a lot louder. Right. Cool. There's a massive pet parade in Bend, Oregon. That pet is parade? A pet parade. Ooh. It has existed since the 30s. Kids and their pets participate. Um, it has included everything from horses, dogs, and goats to badgers, chickens, and baby coyotes. A pet badger? Yes. Wow. That's that's intense. <laughs> yeah. Um, some kids wear costumes and bring stuffed animals instead of having a real animal. And there are water pools and shaded areas to make sure that the animals don't overheat. Uh, there's the Midnight Parade in Gatlinburg, Tennessee. Their parade begins at midnight, so they boast it as the first Independence Day parade in the nation every year. What if it didn't start at midnight? That would be so funny. The like, Midnight Parade? It's like 11 a.m. Yeah, like that's too late for us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, they've been doing it for over 40 years, and it attracts 80,000 spectators every wow. year. Where is this again? Gatlinburg, Tennessee. Woo! It has marching bands and floats, and people are super enthusiastic. They camp out all day to get a good spot. Nice. Um, there's the world's shortest parade in Aptos, California. It spans a whopping two city blocks. <laughs> ah, that's so cute. <laughs> that's great. Um, so it's like, Hi. Bye. Hey. Hi. Hi. I feel like we I'm could done. break that and just do a shorter parade. I mean, how oh, hard yeah. would it be? Totally. Yeah. Screw them. Yeah. Or short in height. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like toddlers. Re- yeah. It's just crawling. Hi. <laughs> um, we compete. That's another thing we do on the oh, board. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And in America in general. Yeah. Right? <laughs> um, a lot of races here are on. In the Pacific Northwest, we have the Savvy Island Foot Traffic Flat, which I've right. done a few times. I've done that once. And Is that the one where our friend... Yes, and I was just telling my other friend the story <laughs> about this. Can you, you, so, you tell the story. Jen is... Do you want to say her name on air? She doesn't listen to this. Okay, cool. Jen. So she... <laughs> I love it. Hi, Jen. Hi, Jen. <laughs> love you. She. Um, this was her first marathon, and she's not much of a, like... Yeah, it's not like a super athlete. A super athletic yeah. person. Yeah. But she was going to do this with me because I was like, I'm just going to walk most of it anyways. I don't like running. Right. So we're at James's birthday party the night before because he's celebrating his birthday on July 3rd mm-hmm. that year. Yep. Um, and then we're getting ready to oh, go. Oh, is that the Top Gun night? Yes. Yeah, okay. yeah that's right. Okay. Anyway. So we're out with a bunch of people. James is about to go watch Top Gun. We're having pizza beforehand. And me and Jen are like, okay, we have to go early um, so we can get up at like 4 yeah. To get ready to go carpool to this island to do this thing. first thing in the morning. Yeah. And she is trying to think about what to do about breakfast. Like, I don't, it's four o'clock. It's clearly too early for me to eat. Maybe right. I'll just bring something. Uh-huh. And so to she says. A hot day. Too. A hot day. Yeah. It's like 85 degrees. Um, she says, well, maybe I'll bring a thermos of, of oatmeal. 
and just kind of eat that while we're walking. And I died. You have to imagine a friend showing up to a marathon with a hot thermos of hot Sticky, oatmeal. thick oatmeal. Was this the year that we all did it together? Yes. Oh, yeah. that's right. Like yeah, because I remember and... her talking about how she hadn't eaten anything in the car. It was like, wait, girl. Oh, you're, you're going to die. Because it was a half marathon. And you can see the thought process makes sense. Miles. She's like, I got to have something to eat while walking. Yeah. But yeah. I, that's like a granola bar, right? Yeah. It's a banana. Maybe. Something. You don't carry anything with you. Yeah. Uh, a hot thermos of hot oatmeal. Sticky. Thick oatmeal. It's amazing. Wow. It was one of those things where we all laughed too long that it made her mad, oh, clearly. Yeah. You were there. You laughed. That's so funny. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we've got the races. Okay. Um, there's Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. Every year, Nathan's Hot Dogs holds one of their most famous eating competitions in the world at the original Coney Island location. Mm-hmm. Um, according to their Hall of Fame, repeat winners Joey Jaws Chestnut what has had 72 hot dogs in 10 minutes. Ooh. Oh, God almighty. And Sonia Black Widow Thomas has 45 hot dogs in 10 minutes, and they have the male and female records. D- 45 Dude, hot dogs. What is, how, come on. That's, I mean, 72, that's insane. But 45 is the second, like, that's, I mean, the, the yeah. time and amount is insane, but even given... Okay, James, we're going to give you all of the time in the world yeah. to eat 72 hot dogs consecutively. Right. <laughs> and you can't take a poop in between that. You can't... You can't eat anything else either. How do you fit 72 anythings in your stomach, <laughs> let alone hot dogs? That's insane. Does that include the bun? Yeah. Ooh. Oh, does it really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, good God. Yep. I've Dry. seen the way they do it, too. Yeah. They, like... Yeah. take the bun and rip it in half and dip it in water or something and right. then they just it's not for joy at all no they're not tasting anything no, no. how do you become one of those psychos i watched a girl eat a burrito she broke the record for a female the fastest female to eat a burrito ever it was it's unbelievable you can't you can't imagine it's like a giant burrito and she just goes like in corners like whomp whomp no breaks. <laughs> bite, bite, like a cartoon, like Pac-Man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so she's not <laughs> chewing <laughs> at all. But somehow swallowing. Yeah. Because it's not like her cheeks are getting bigger. <laughs> she's it's Somehow it's like going down. My dog eats <laughs> like that. Yeah. <laughs> so exactly like and that. She but he doesn't take bites. She was like really pretty and petite too. Mm-hmm. Like how does that happen? Oh my God. Um, there's a fence painting contest That's bizarre. in Hannibal, Missouri. As the birthplace of Mark Twain, Hannibal strives year-round to honor his legacy and preserve its past as a major junction for railways and Mississippi River steamboats. Mm. So contestants in this annual contest pay tribute to Twain's novel Tom Sawyer by racing to paint a section of white picket fence and are <laughs> judged based on speed, painting quality, and authenticity How does that honor- of their period-era costume. Oh my god. Wow. How- I don't understand how that has anything to do with honoring him. Because uh, Tom Sawyer, he has to, he's painting a white picket fence oh. when he meets. Oh, okay. I guess I don't know the story very well. Huck Finn? I, I didn't know. Is that, that the answer? I don't Maybe. know. I haven't read Twain and haven't since either. childhood. Yeah. Never here. No, I don't think I've ever read it. Don't care. There's Mr. and Mrs. Muscle Beach. 
Cool. Oh, of yeah. Venice, California. That place Tight. is nutty. That's a weird place, man. This famous outdoor gym honors the 4th of July with an annual bodybuilding competition. Muscle Beach, you know. Hundreds of athletes <laughs> compete in lifting, modeling, and other challenges in a spectacle that draws huge crowds every year. And huge dudes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, guys. There's lobster racing. What? Yay! In Bar Harbor, Maine. Bahaba. Yes. Um, a handful of crustaceans, mostly sponsored by local <laughs> businesses, race against one another in multiple heats throughout the day. I love it. Visitors put $1 bets on the lobster of their choice and cheer for their favorite to be the one to slowly make it across the, f- the finish line. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, there's a marshmallow fight. The people of Ocean Beach, California, celebrate the defeat of the British by chucking marshmallows at each other. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Though Makes in, sense. In previous years... Does it? F- no. No. Okay. <laughs> Not like, at all. What am I missing? In previous years, the fight actually got out of control and became violent, but it has since. Oh, you don't say in Ocean Beach, yeah, outside San Diego, yeah, yeah, the broiest shithole of of California. (laughs) I don't even know where Ocean Beach is. It's actually not. It's lovely and very beautiful, but it is super that like kind of douchey. It's just like the it's the that part of California. Got it. Kinda totally understood. Kind of Vancouver, yeah, Mm -hmm. but it's just like the like really nice surfer dude. Most of the time, but like then there's a switch and he's fist fighting for some reason. Okay. That's <laughs> yeah. that part of California. <laughs> um, there's the computer trap shooting. So participants donate ah. their old computers and Kentuckians, because <laughs> this happens in Kentucky, I love that. with guns, go to town blowing up every piece of circuit board and screen that they see. That's Fabulous. very office space-esque. Yes. Uh, there's also the Road Apple Roulette. Residents of Haley, Idaho, gather each year to play this glorious game in which participants buy squares out of a 10,000 um, square, not square, like feet, but like there's like a path for these uh, horses to walk down. Uh-huh. And there, it's divided into squares and people choose oh, I them. See. I see. Okay. As like, okay, I'm going to take these, these, whatever. Yeah, the little dissections. Pavers. Pavers, sure. yeah. Yeah. And then the horses that drop road apples. Oh poop my god. Along the way. That's called a road apple? A road apple. I didn't know that. And if these road apples land in the square that you bought, your name goes into a drum and you can win a big prize. Oh, that's great. That's really funny. I like that one. Uh more normal though, there's the Liberty Bell in mm-hmm. Philadelphia. The historic district hosts the city's yearly Independence Day celebrations, um, with a packed itinerary. And it is actually sponsored in part by Wawa, the convenience store chain. You don't say. I don't. I don't. Um, (laughs) Oh, you do. uh, Yeah, the descendants of the Declaration of Independence, signatories, and other special guests toll the Liberty Bell 13 times to honor each of the original 13 colonies. That reminds me, uh, one day before Ash and I went to Provincetown, Massachusetts, we had a, a layover, or yeah, one day before we stayed in Boston. And so we had time to go run around Boston. And if you haven't done that, there there are so many... It's unlike any area of America, because out here in the West, we're not used to things being that old. Right. And, you know, we're looking at like a cemetery where the founding fathers were buried. Like Samuel Adams and John Hancock and Benjamin mm-hmm. Franklin in that cemetery. Right. And we went to a bar where 
Um, it's known for where the founding fathers met and discussed what then became America, like pre-America, mm-hmm. where there were still British soldiers walking those alleys, and they're like, "Hey, fuck these guys, let's do our own thing." And that, so we went to that bar. Anyway, that was a wild experience, kind of serendipitous for you know the Fourth of July being around the corner. Yeah. It's funny too because that uh, oldness of stuff there is just nothing compared nothing. to Europe. Nothing. I mean, I'm talking. There's some stuff that went to like the 1600s. Like this road has been, or this bar has been here since like 1680 or something. Right. Which for America is very, very old. Very old. Very old. I had dinner in a place in London that was from the 10th century. It's amazing. It was so cool. There's a a line in a Minus the Bear song. Minus the Bear is a, a band. And there's a line in the song where he says something about he's sitting on a park bench that's older than my country. Mm. And he's referring to Europe. And yeah, I, I remember that happening. We were um, in Switzerland. Or, yeah, Switzerland. Yeah, and there was a park bench that was older than America. Like, by, by like a couple hundred years. So <laughs> you <know>? crazy. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Well, finally, um, it's not all just America-centric, even though it pretty much mostly is. Ah. There is also the International Freedom Festival held in Detroit, Michigan, and Windsor, Ontario, jointly. The Detroit River and um, an international border separate Detroit from Windsor, the Canadian neighbor, and that hasn't stopped them from teaming up every year to organize. It's actually a 19-day festival Hmm. that draws nearly 3.5 million visitors celebrating Canada Day, which is July 1, and the 4th of July, all at the same time. That's really cool. That's really cool. And I did a crap ton of research on what other countries' Independence Day traditions are. Ooh. But there's way too much. Way too much. So we're going to do that another time. That gets a little crazy. Cool. Yeah. Maybe next 4th of July. Oh. Ooh. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Stay tuned. <laughs> My sources for this episode are as follows. Uh, Best Life Online, Mental Floss, DailyCal.org, MyBaseGuide.com, and History.com. Nice. Sweet. Well done as usual, Producer Ash. Before we roll into our weekly recommended picks, I have... Do you guys remember Put It in Reverse, Terry? It's a very internet-y thing. Mm-mm. Kind of. Put it in reverse, Terry. Terry. No. Ter- well... Sorry. It's a, it's a hilarious video. I have to explain it to the audience. Look it up. Put it in reverse, Terry, on YouTube. It's a guy, a really funny guy in a wheelchair that oh, I lights have, yes, a firework. Yes. But then he just kind of gets stuck. Uh-huh. And everyone's just, you know, Terry, put it in reverse, Terry. And you just, it's great. It's a, it's a 4th of July tradition. So I'm going to play the audio. Okay. And you can watch the video. Hold your hands. You go. That's right. He just like sits there. Yeah. It's like a motorized wheelchair. <laughs> Well, and he's injured. He's not like permanently in a wheelchair. Oh, right. Okay. So, so he's not used to he's it. He's not clearly. used to it. That's what it is. He has the help of someone bag else. Bag up, bag up, bag up, tear. Bag up, tear. Oh no! It's like eight inches from his legs. His injured, casted leg. <laughs> <laughs> he's finally escaping. He's laughing so hard. 
But he uh, didn't put it in reverse. He uh, went forward. You just never figured it. it out. And the, put it in reverse, Terry. What are you doing? No, Lord. Well, Poor Terry. God bless America. Let's eat some stuff and blow some things up. Amen. Okay. All right. This week's recommended pick content media Thing. whatever. For me, I am going to recommend that you follow or at least go look up my personal favorite artist. His name is Josh something. I wish I had looked this up beforehand, <laughs> but his Instagram is pants pants. Oh god, yes, pants mm. pants. I have multiples of his hanging in my home and I Oh yeah, he's so yeah, he Oh my god, I you, love it. You both love so this guy freaking a lot. much. Um yeah. I, it's like um, cartoonist style art. Yeah, but it's like absurdist style. Comedy. And what would you? Yeah, what's the? It's con- like what would sketchy you call that? looking. Like it's like non sequitur. That yeah, vibe of sure. Yeah. I don't know. It's but my daughter actually showed me them years ago, and he had like a thousand followers. No, oh, no way. And how many followers does he have, James? Let me just pull them up again. Two hundred and sixty thousand now. Yeah. Um, wow. It's it's awesome. And when you order a print from him, he sends you a little postcard that says your name. Like he writes in the thing, "Thanks, Sarah." And oh, cool! It's so cool. I I love all of his stuff and um, his little characters that he draws are the best. Especially the rats. Oh yeah. And like, the horses, the tiny horses. Here's a yeah. here's one. The last sketch he did, cartoon sketch. Because there, there's like a narrative to his thing. And it, there's a sign that says Dairy Free Summit with like people in the audience. And then the little cartoon bubble out of the, the announcer's head says, I've just received word that the complimentary muffins contain dairy. <laughs> like that's, that's an example. Yeah. I have one in my bathroom that's him standing there with a whole bunch of toilets. And the toilets all have plants in them. Yeah. And he's talking, or there's a toilet with plants. I can't even picture it now, but there's like little guys all around him. And he's telling them, it'll be like we're outside. (laughs) (laughs) I've actually gone in and like started building a cart Uh of prints to order. Mm -hmm. And like, there's like a package amount that you can do. And I I couldn't whittle it down. I've given myself anxiety trying to do that. So I, I actually haven't even purchase them yet because i want so many of them and i'm like i can't not pick that one if i grab that one well my friend morgan has the one where the guy's watching tv and there's a it's like ratatouille is on the tv Uh but it's the way that this guy draws it so it's clearly supposed to be ratatouille but it's really just a rat in a chef's hat (laughs) and he he says damn that rat can cook (laughs) (laughs) that's great that's great. And I know none of this makes any sense until you're looking at it. So go look at Pants Pants on Instagram and buy some of his stuff because he deserves it. Awesome. Yep. Good wreck. Good wreck. My turn? Yep. Okay. My recommendation is Varla Jean Merman, the drag show comedian artist um, person that we saw in Provincetown, Massachusetts. It was admittedly my first drag show right. so i don't have a lot to compare you can't it to. say it's the best one you've been to but no it is but apparently and according to ashley's brother of this community says that varla jean merman is an 
absolute legend. Mm. He lost his mind when he heard that we were seeing her. He just like he couldn't he couldn't comprehend it. Yeah. It's like you you guys don't know what this means, how lucky you are. Right. She's an absolute legend and she's been around forever. She's been perform she said like 23 years or something. Longer. Longer than that. Mm-hmm. Since like the mid 90s. Mm-hmm. It was like when so every time Ashley and I watch old-timey movies, say like White Christmas. Mhm. When they go to those like cocktail lounges right. where yeah. you sit down, you have a drink, uh-huh. or like in Goodfellas, they sit down, have a you know a cocktail and a table, yes. a round table with a candle and a performer in front of you, and it's a night, you know. Right. That's what that is. That's so, so if you want great. that, go to a drag show because it's it's funny. It's definitely for adults, uh-huh. you know. But it, it was again not as like crude as I would have thought it would be. Uh huh. It was just really funny and like legitimate song and dance. Song and dance. The piano accompanist who's like kind of like part of the joke, but like the silent. Yeah, that's person. And he's a huge part of it. The the sidekick and her quote assistant who just kept fucking everything up, but Uh that was like part of the show. Ryan. Yeah. And she, she was just so. It was like dad jokes for an hour. Uh huh. Just really dumb. Like low hanging fruit jokes, but done so well that mm-hmm. it was good again. You know, that's awesome. It was amazing. Yeah, I, it's so much fun. We were we were dying. <laughs> so highly recommend Varla Jean Merman. Check it out. My I have a recommended content. Ooh. I recommend the YouTube channel Cinema Therapy. Yes, which is my new favorite thing. Oh, great pick! I'm you got me into that. Yeah, so it's um two dudes. A licensed therapist, Jonathan Decker, and a professional filmmaker, Alan Seawright. And they basically just watch your favorite movies and talk about, like, the characters and the themes. And, like, so one of them's looking at it from, like, a filmmaking perspective and the other's looking at it from a therapist perspective. And so he's, like, psychoanalyzing characters and, like, talking about everything. And, it's, like, it's so good. It's, it's very It's really funny. good. And it's, like, very sweet because, you know, it's constantly, like, processing, like, traumas and stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah. hilarious. Like... You're constantly like, God damn it, now I'm crying again. You picked this movie specifically because of this. And it's almost like all of the ones I've watched so far have been either Disney or Pixar or Marvel or something within our realm. Yes. So it kind of ties into our world for sure. They're great. They just did the most recent one was The Little Mermaid. Yeah, last night we watched The Little Mermaid. And how like, you know, dysfunctional Ariel really is. Yeah. That she has body dysmorphia. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. it yes. is it's very much us it's kind of totally. what we've done on uh-huh. the show in a way it got us thinking a lot of like inspiration for topics that we can do on the show that's yeah. great so, it was really fun cinema yeah, really therapy tune in they're they're really great i recommend the twilight one too oh yeah there's we haven't even watched all the twilight ones yet oh there's more there's a whole series oh my god those yeah. were hysterical how yeah. long is each episode um, it's digestible. Yeah, like 20-ish. Okay. 20 minutes, Perfect. Yeah. yeah. Some are even shorter. Yeah. Um, and then my animal hero of the week is whichever dog wins the best dog at our neighborhood parade this year. Yay! Yay to whoever you are, dog. Cute little dog with a bandana, I would yep. assume. I'm sure. Yeah. Hey, you guys know what kind of dog smells like a bakery? What? Purebred. Well, that's been the show, guys. Thanks for... <laughs> I think James just disowned Sarah as a sister. Apparently, oh. I have to be a drag queen to tell stupid dad jokes. <laughs> uh, hey, thanks for listening to another episode of Disney Dependent. See, See you, you real soon. soon. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Disney Dependent. And you can send us an email 
at DisneyDependent at gmail.com. This podcast is produced by Producer Ash. The logo is by Ryan Hatch, and you can find him at WRHatch on Instagram. The music is by Ryan Knowles, and you can find him at Ryan Allen Knowles on Instagram. This show is mixed and edited by Deanna Chapman. You can find Deanna at Deanna underscore Chapman. And this has been a Team Dynamite Goat production. All right. Well, thank you for listening to the show, and we'll be back here next week.